Hello, and welcome to this episode of Artists in Depth. I'm Alan Powell, and together with my co-host Bill Key, we talk with guest artists and explore links between their creativity and their identity. No matter your choice of expression, Artists in Depth provides an opportunity for the listener to ask the same questions of themselves that are being asked of our guests and to reflect on their own identity through the work they've created. And without further ado, let's get on with our podcast. This episode of Artists in Depth is sponsored by Equity Showcase in Toronto, Canada, embracing all artists by developing, uniting, advocating, and empowering the arts community. Visit equityshowcase.ca to discover all their initiatives. Our guest today is Anand Juggernauth. Anand is a visual artist born and raised on the beautiful Caribbean island of Trinidad. With a successful career in geophysics, he had little time to pursue his art, yet always had a hand in it. After his brother's passing, he made the decision to leave the corporate world and become a full-time visual artist. Since then, he has become the resident artist for Canada's Neo Stock Exchange and has been commissioned to do works for some of Canada's largest banks and corporations. He also creates his own works and is quite often privately commissioned. His new works are created using his hands directly on the canvas in what he calls a dance of the energy of existence and expansion. As Bill and I's first visual artist, and stepping outside of our own comfort zone reflecting with actors, our discussion with Annan paralleled the key message his work inspires, taking opportunity to pause. Annan, thanks for, for joining us today. You're, you're our first visual artist, so... Um, be gentle. I, I was looking uh, at your artwork, reviewing some of it today. Mm-hmm. There's one thing that I don't know, and Bill, maybe you can speak to this as well. Uh, I found it really engaging and just like I wanted to be around the work. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I visualized, I saw it all. Wow, this is, I could be in a whole room of this all day and just enjoy mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. What, would, how do you, what do you think, Bill? How, how did you, how did it strike I, you? No, I did. I found it. I found it. A little bit calming, I suppose, but also quite often the way the work is structured drew me in, in a way, as, as well. Mm. That's kind of the, 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 I suppose, what happened to me, which may be to do with the structure of the painting. And, and actually, mm. now that I say that, interestingly, the, mm. the, the first thing that comes to mind out of all of this is that in previous um, podcasts, we've been speaking to, to performing artists and... Mm-hmm both myself and Alan, I hope won't mind me saying, have been performing artists or have been on that side mm-hmm. of it ourselves. So there was mm-hmm. a different kind of energy to the, but now I feel like I'm talking to someone who has created a unique mm-hmm. visual thing without it being, without being in the picture themselves, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The fact now that, I, I don't know if this is still true, that you're, you're using your hands mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you're still incorporating this idea of friction uh, yes. So um, in my, my work's very process oriented um, and um, I use, I, my process is a big part of it. And um, I kind of see myself, um, my voice as an artist um, being very non-conventional. And uh, what I mean by that is not, not the expected um, typical art instrumental tools. So um paint brushes, et cetera. So I usually, most of the pieces I use my, um, my hands, my hands with gloves on because there are oils. 
Um, and um, it's uh, lots of movement as well, many layers. And um, just with the movement, with the oils and different textures, that naturally brings in varying degrees of friction, depending on how much texture there is at one point in time. What is it that um, attracts you to creating that friction, mm -hmm, especially mm -hmm. with your hands? It really captures um, three key themes that I try to bring into all my pieces. Um, and um, it's really each piece kind of having a voice of their own as well, along with my voice, but um, a voice of their own, but capturing varying degrees of, of depth, fluidity and movement. The, the aspect of friction um, connects to me on various levels. So prior, I've always been an artist. I've always been a creative person um, at heart. Um, creativity is my passion. And um, prior to becoming a full-time artist, um, I was a scientist and um, I integrate, you know, I believe that we are all, um, we are the sum of our parts. We are the sum of our um, experiences. So I integrate that science aspect of myself into my artwork and into my process. So just that, you know, if we were to think for a moment, friction in terms of, of, um, of a science word, what is friction, right? Um, and I mean, each person may have a different response, but uh, just in terms of, of, of something, um, you know, perhaps two surfaces that are beginning to rub against each other, um, two surfaces that are going to um, produce heat as well, perhaps. Mm -hmm. um, but also two, two surfaces that were going in flow, but also perhaps taking a moment of, of pause for something. And I think that moment of pause comes into my process um, because it's really, um, my work is large oil abstracts and it's very um, sort of, it's, it's highly expression oriented. So it's bringing it's bringing experiences onto canvas and um, using that analogy of friction to take moments of pause on the canvas that produce the different focal points in each pieces as well, um, which, which you can get lost into yeah. um, as you view it. I understand the depth now and the fluidity you're talking about. Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost like life itself. Mm -hmm. that, um, it's a real experience. So I, mm -hmm. can, you, can you describe mm -hmm. your relationship to the work as you're doing it? And yeah, I think that's mm -hmm. a big question right there. Um, you, mentioned, um, you mentioned the word experience. And I think that's, that's, um, that's, a, key, that's a key word. Um, and because, you know, kind of going back to um, process, and um, the process of my pieces. So, so even though each piece will eventually kind of take a voice on its own, um, the process of all of them are the same. And um, in, in that it takes, it takes, you know, some pieces may take anywhere from like three weeks to 12 weeks. And in that aspect, um, I am developing a relationship with the piece each time I go to it. Um, sometimes working on multiple pieces at a time um, and then adding that um, aspect of, of being non-conventional, not using an easel, 
Sometimes the uh, large canvases are affixed to the wall, different orientations. Sometimes I start start the canvas sort of portrait orientation, but it actually ends up being a landscape, mm. um, a landscape orientation. Um, sometimes it's on the floor. Um, so really being um, sort of being present with the process at the time, um, naturally surfaces a relationship with the piece. Um, and sometimes being true to what art, art is um, and the effect of art, um, art on the brain and art on the mind, art, art changes um, the brain waves and it changes our brain waves. So sometimes I might find myself, I do listen to music um, while painting. And um, I find sometimes that I will sort of um, catch myself again and realize, okay, an hour has gone by or two hours have gone by. Um, so, you know, sort of, um, I think that perfect analogy of uh, what you all shared about, you know, getting lost in the depth of the piece um, might be such a lovely translation of, of how I get lost in making it. Is there any um, specific emotions that come up for you when you are relating to the piece? Do you get frustrated? Like if you come in, if you wanted it to be a, uh, say a landscape and then ends up saying, no, I want to be a, a portrait. And I don't know, does this, 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 do you get sparked? Do you go, okay, well, I'm going to use black now. Or, I don't know. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, um, that's a great question. And I think uh, it, uh, being, it being a very experiential process, very um, experienced um the experience of it being the main thing. So, so really um, honoring what abstract expressionism is, um, as opposed to all the lovely other um, visual art forms. Um, if it were painting a portrait of a human figure, um, of an object, um, or a landscape, that would be a little bit different in terms of the endpoint, what we're trying to achieve. Um, with with abstract work that's really tied to expression, um, we all come back to that present moment and that relationship to the piece and the materials that we're using. And then we bring ourselves, I bring myself into the piece and into that moment of pause. So I am bringing um, with me my experiences of the day, how I may be feeling, what may be going on, um, but also, um, things that I may be aware of and things that I may not be aware of at the same time. So also what I may, may be, um, what resides in the conscious, but also what resides in the subconscious. And um, that just ties into my voice as an artist and what I bring into my work. Um, and um, there is something that um, I've been kind of uh, beginning work in the field of art therapy and um, realized that from the very beginning that, that I, was, I was having a dialogue with the piece. And sometimes that dialogue is not necessarily a verbal dialogue, but can also be a nonverbal dialogue. So, um, so yes, um, sometimes I do go to the studio um, with the intention of working on one piece, but I end up working on another piece that I have because I'd be sitting and looking at it and then sort of reconnecting with that relationship with that piece you know what does it have to say to me what 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 form is it going to take today um and and also just kind of merging with um you know bringing in any any sort of emotions that might be present and 
that can be, um, I don't like to put a label on um, emotions in terms of positive emotions, negative emotions, but I like to call them, you know, the emotions that we like, but um, the others, the emotions that we would like to change. Um, so, you know, that can include everything from joy, happiness, sadness, anger, grief. Um, many things find their way on the canvas, but also in different aspects. So that can be um, oil straight out of the tube. It can be digging into the oils that have dried a week before, which reveals the depth of the piece and, um, of different layers. Um, movements, movements that are made in fluidity at the time, but, but, but after a certain amount of time, what you see dried is just sort of a snapshot of that, of that present moment. I suppose it's coming in a way back to the question of emotional connection with the piece. Mm -hmm. That's, that's just what I'm, I'm reading into and, and asking myself about your work. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling what you're saying. It's, a, it's a, I guess, a, a visceral experience. I'm really experiencing what you're experiencing when you're, you're, you're describing this to me. Mm -hmm. um, the, I was want to use a, an analogy in that if you're, if you go into this, you're going into your studio and you, you said mm -hmm. you have some artwork mm -hmm. you're working on pieces, pieces that you're working on and you're having a relationship with each one individually. Mm -hmm. Let's use a, uh, a community or, or a group mm -hmm. situation that if you're walking into a, some sort of art therapy group mm -hmm. maybe, mm -hmm. um, and each of these pieces are individuals, actual mm -hmm. people, mm -hmm. um, I guess, what is it that you get out of them? Mm -hmm. um, what brings you back day after day or week after week? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and how does it nurture you in all your other relationships? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Big question. Mm -hmm. That's a very powerful question. Um, uh, so, you know, what I would say is, is first and foremost, what takes me back is um, not necessarily the pieces, but my studio, that space, um, that, that creative space, um, that's a sacred space. I call that, um, I see that as a sacred space. I see that as sort of, you know, my, um, creative oasis, if you will, um, a time, um, a place that I go to, um, to express my creativity. And I see, um, in that sense, it's, it's, it's a space that, that holds, harnesses, but also fuels that creativity, um, in different ways. And, and, um, I think, the creativity in itself. So being able to be creative in that space, that, that sort of, um, you know, I see creativity as, as the expression of, um, the expression of who we are um, at various points in time. Um, and sometimes there are common elements in each time, um, but also, you know, just looking at it all the time as well in how we grow and evolve as people um, over time. So I see um, each piece in that sense as, as, um, as part of me. Um, each, each piece um, kind of stemming in its own right um, the piece that it would like to be. So um, just in terms of, of um, you know, just kind of what Bill mentioned in terms of emotion, sometimes we have uh, whatever 
we experience um, emotions, experiences, um, we hold that and we carry that and that's internalized. Um, as a visual artist, having imagery kind of provides that, that, um, that platform, I guess, to facilitate that internalization to, for it to be externalized in a creative sense. Um, and, um, and also, you know, what keeps me going, going back to it is, um, you know, the pure joy of just creating. Um, there's, a, there's an inherent, you know, art, art is known to be healing as well. Um, and um, it's, there's different aspects. I integrate mindfulness aspects into my process as well. Um, so it's a space, it's a space that I go, um, that I go to um, just to express who I am, but also to share those parts with others in a tangible sense, not necessarily for them to, to see what I see or, or to feel how I feel, but also for them for it to provide a space for them to go to. Um, when they look at the piece, it provides a space for them just for them to experience it in their own unique way as well. Everyone will experience it in a, in a different way. There's an amazing clarity that you have, Anna. Um, and I'm just relating that back to your work as well. Mm -hmm. uh, there, that, I wonder for me, is that the attraction that um, when I look at your work, there is something quite clear uh, mm -hmm. not sure what it is because I have to spend time and just be mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. uh, but right off the bat, maybe that's what makes it so um, comforting to be around and engaging because there's a clarity. Mm -hmm. And um, when you mentioned that, you know, what came up was um, what I remembered as well as is um, perspective. Um, and I think it's something that I bring um, that I bring into my pieces because it's, it's, um, it is who I am in terms of uh, always, always bringing different um, points of view and different perspectives um, to a situation um, for myself, for others, for different spaces. Um, and I think that translates into the pieces as well um, in terms of, um, I've always heard clients, um, you know, these pieces can, mostly are focal points in, um, in people's homes or in um, corporations um, due to the size of them. And um, just in terms of, of individuals saying, when they see the piece um, in different lighting, different times of the day, um, but also walking, walking by it from different angles, they continuously um, are pleasantly surprised by aspects that they haven't seen before. And I think it goes into, it adds, you know, like to what aspects of the friction captures, the layers, um, many non-uniform layers as well. So um, just different elements of the depth of the piece are also visible. Do you believe, do you take that philosophy outside of um uh your your work um the, the idea of friction that through friction we create more depth and fluidity um yes i do um i don't use the word um friction um necessarily friction can 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 sometimes 
um, not not always have a positive connotation behind it. Um, but um, just I do take that uh, the analogy of just taking a moment, you know, let's take a moment to pause to, you know, reflect on something, to think about something, to be mindful of something. Um, and um, it is something that that has naturally led me um, to my path where um, where I'm today um, in becoming a professional art therapist um, and um, you know offering offering that in a space that I hold for for others with creativity but in a different context mm -hmm. cool wow to use friction in a positive sense mm -hmm. in the last 25 minutes or however minutes we've been talking there's feel like now I want to take your uh, terminology and say pause <laughs> amazing um you know just to mention something else in friction you know sometimes um sometimes we can get i think um how do we keep on moving right how do we how do we in our lives um each of us can be so busy sometimes um keep on moving from one thing one thing to the next and then that aspect of friction can be um perceived by some and received by some in a different way in terms of of um okay i'm resting too much or this is holding me back or keeping me back but um just that aspect in in you know sometimes when something is present and just that natural um organicity of friction present in the creative process you know how can we use that wisdom into our own lives right when something is present perhaps it's present it's present for a purpose um and um you know just kind of bringing in that mindful aspect of you know let's take a let's take a moment here mm -hmm. the idea of friction again just building on that uh, on, the, on the definitions it really is a, a motivator um for pretty much everything in, in one's life if we're looking at it and again it motivates us to move forward um, uh, pause when we need to pause uh, it creates the fluidity even though the, the, it's it's friction doesn't quite sound it sounds almost like the opposite of fluid but it's it feels that they complement each other mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and um i like what you just really said there in 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 terms of friction feeling as being opposite um, to something that's fluid. And um, when I had mentioned um, each piece just kind of capturing in its own essence, um, depth, fluidity and movement, um, each piece capturing um, the harmony of that in its own way that, that the voice of that piece would like to represent. So in terms of, of you know, the opposite of something moving and something that's, you know, taking a moment that how can all of that coexist in the same piece um, in harmony, um, in artwork mm. to provide, um, to provide a unique experience for the viewer looking at it. I think the first time you mentioned the word friction, it was a, it was in reference to how you apply paint to the surface that you're painting on. I think you know, mm -hmm. and, and I suppose what's coming, the image that's coming to mind is that the the the, the point is, I suppose scientifically speaking, that the the paint mm -hmm. lubricates that friction. Do you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. it, it's almost like you're not you're not just moving your hand across a piece of wood or a piece of fabric or whatever you're 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 
facilitating that by applying a, a you know something with a, a certain viscosity and and how you you know that's that's one of the images that's coming to mind the other yes. is the the concept and i this is obviously the the concept of art but what you're mm -hmm. what you're, you seem to be describing is that you are creating this piece that is um uh i think you used words i don't know spontaneous or it's you know it's it's mm -hmm. in that moment it's mm -hmm. where you are in your life in that moment is mm -hmm. translated into this image on the you know but mm -hmm. then what happens is well and and you described it as it dries and it's a snapshot of where you mm -hmm. were in that moment mm -hmm. and then eventually it's in someone's home or in a corporate environment and it becomes mm -hmm. and and it it is then uh it then creates uh, something within the the viewer the mm -hmm. person who's witnessing it and um there are many psychological kind of applications to that, that fit that you know there's mm -hmm. there's there's you there's the piece and there's the viewer and in between that there's what they call the space between there's something going on in that in that space between that isn't anything to, probably isn't anything to do with you or the piece or the viewer but but it's between all of that you know um um and I think that's wonderful and magical that you are creating something, you know, that's you, a snapshot of you in that moment. And mm -hmm. then you let it go and it becomes, mm -hmm. you're not painting like a, you're not painting something by the sound of it with the intention mm -hmm. of the person seeing that piece mm -hmm. having Correct. any specific mm -hmm. emotion. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yes. So it's, it's um, incredibly free in that mm -hmm. way. I think mm -hmm. it sounds mm -hmm. to me anyway, mm -hmm. and freeing is what it's, all about really in terms of therapy mm -hmm. and emotion and psychology it's mm -hmm. about freedom to to accept or not accept you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what you're what, what is happening in that moment when you're viewing that piece on the wall or when you're speaking to that person or witnessing that thing or hearing that music mm -hmm. what kind of music do you listen to or does it vary is there a specific or a, a genre or a it it totally varies it can be anything from um you know just acoustic sounds meditative music yeah. to latest pop music sometimes i'll be you know uh, i got my wireless head headphones on dancing and yeah. painting at the same time so it just really varies with the moment as well um yeah. so um nothing in particular that I would always go to each time mm -hmm. okay I'm dying to ask a question, but it's 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 Alan's question. It's uh, yes. Alan's question that he's brought to these interviews before, and 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 it's it's Anand. Have you? Can, is there a, one specific piece that you've created that has changed you in some way, or that moving forward in your life, there's it, you know there's you've noticed something new about yourself from creating that mm. piece? I love each piece, and each piece offers some something different um when i look back on a piece um how i can see um perhaps how how that piece is a representation or how it might be a representation of of my experience at the time mm -hmm. um what i might what i might have been going through at the time uh, but also um not 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 necessarily myself but also um global situations as well you know we we, we are that part of um, we're all connected with each other as well. So what may be um, going on in the world as well, what may be going on where we live as well. Um, and what, what each piece might be um, celebrating as well. So 
each and my the favoritism and the love for each piece comes in how each piece expresses that in whatever way. I was just uh, thinking uh, that as you were expressing that, Anand, that mm -hmm. there's, and I, uh, it may be too soon to say this, I had that conversation with another visual artist and mm -hmm. their perspective um, as well is, is it's about, um, it's more outward and um, what's happening out there. Mm -hmm. And it's up to you what to interpret uh, that whatever I'm putting out there, it's not about me, it's about your experience that you're having. Whereas with actors, I don't know, Bill, if you can, uh, if, you, if you agree, it's more about them. Or maybe I'm making it about them, I don't know, but it just feels like they're more about talking about their own personal experience because they're in a role and maybe because they've embodied it and they're living with it for so long. Whereas for you, and um, you may be embodying, but you're outputting at the same time. Mm -hmm. So you continue, it's a continual um, cleanse, I guess, or purge. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And, and um, it's, um, it is a way to process um, uh, unknown, unknown, but, but it creates a platform to, to purge and to process, process. Um, I like the word process, uh, process experiences, process things, and we may not know how, I may not know um, in terms of, of how I am processing it, but just the act of creating it, um, just the act of externalization and creating processes. I just want to go back to what you said about this, you know, the act of putting your, the artist's hat on, becoming the artist in that space, and, and I think mm -hmm. in a way, just to draw um, similarities in a way, you describe the studio as a sacred space. You know, it's a and when you enter the studio, you're entering a space. But and so I'm 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 guessing that there's a kind of you become part of that sacred space. So there's a different you in that mm -hmm. space. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, could you speak more to that? To what to know who yeah. that artist is wearing that. Yeah, it's a space, a sacred space, a creative oasis that that um, that allow that freedom of expression, um, that allow that allows me, and that might allow us a, a, a safe space to um, to express, to create. Um, and there's, you know, that's. I think the words may not do it justice, but that could be the only words that I can find. Is there in that space, um, mm -hmm. if there's say something you've been thinking about or struggling with or mm -hmm. uh, hands trying to find answers, when you enter that space, do you, is there that um, sense that you might find the answer here? Um, it leads to the answer. Mm -hmm. um, it usually leads to the answer um, as opposed to um, um, as opposed to I'm going to the studio today um, to create a piece to find the answer because of a situation. Um, so kind of really coming back to the process and being true to the process and that organicity of it. Um, and however, however um, that the, the consolidation of the experiences, however they arrange, um, and that therapeutic aspect of just creating, create, creates that space in us, um, creates that moment in us, for us to take a moment to, mm -hmm. um, 
that aha moment. Yes, that uh, that's the word I'm looking for. That aha moment. That, yeah. That's the word. Is there one thing that you can share with us mm -hmm. that after the experience has happened, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then the aha moment comes? Is there something that you can share with us that mm -hmm. uh, directly came from the work you created mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. you knew that you found out, discovered about yourself? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. Uh. Yeah, um, so um, we all have that inner critic voice, and and um, so sometimes um, sometimes I can overthink situations, overthink things, um, and I think um, art art in itself, just the experience of doing it brings brings that to when I am in situations, not to not overthinking it. Um, and I can feel that sometimes if I don't create, I know when I have to go create. Um, so, so just in terms of, 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 of that learning process as well. So it's a, it's a continuous learning process as well of, of, of um, what art facilitates when, when I am in, when I am creating as opposed to, okay, if I don't create for six months. Um, and, uh, I think, you know, like when I do create very often, um, just, just realizing um, the achievement, the level of growth and achievement as well. Um, and the things that, that, that kind of just naturally just, um, you know, just occur, um, I think comes, comes, comes from that creative process and comes from that creative space. And I think that's just how I can put it in words, but there's a lot there that, that, that perhaps I can't find the words for, mm. but, but I could probably create a piece to represent. That's so clear <laughs> now, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. You probably go into the studio and create a piece of work to reflect mm -hmm. on that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We call it a response piece. Yeah. Well, I'll expect it in the mail in about 12 months. <laughs> being open to to what you're saying allows expands my horizons so i'm really grateful for that mm -hmm. and i do i enjoy your works immensely so thank you thank you for your work thank you if you've been inspired or moved by what you've heard on today's podcast i invite you to visit our website artistsindepth.com there you can sign up for podcast reminders get in touch with us through email or connect with other like-minded artists by sharing your thoughts on our blog and joining our community and finding out more about our initiatives. It's free and it's rewarding. Until next time. This episode of Artists in Depth is sponsored by Equity Showcase in Toronto, Canada. Embracing all artists by developing, uniting, advocating, and empowering the arts community. Visit equityshowcase.ca to discover all their initiatives.